Welcome to the Empowered with Erica podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I'm an empowerment coach, mindset mentor, personal development enthusiast, and holistic health advocate. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you are looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life and become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story and to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered with Erica. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm really excited because today we have a guest, and she is someone that I've worked with. Her name is Emelina Schultz, and I'm so excited to introduce you guys to her. So M is someone that I've been able to work with as a coach, and she is a multiple six-figure business mentor for powerful, rule-breaking online coaches, mentors, and healers through energetics, leadership, and holistic strategy. She's teaching how to break the rules of business and create new wealth and power paradigms by slaying shame to create massive expansion and impact, and how to have fun in your business and make bank at the same time. I have loved working with M in the past. I actually did her Magnetically Aligned Academy back when that was open, and I absolutely loved it. And I knew that her work changed my life, and I wanted to introduce you guys. So Em, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, what is coaching? How did you get into it? All that good stuff. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Um, and it's been an honor to be your coach and mentor and see you, you know, thrive and move. So, you know, make such huge moves in your own life and in the business that you're building. It's been so incredible. And, you know, my journey with mentorship and coaching has been a pretty wild one over the past, um, just coming up on two years now being in my business. And my first business was quite different than the business I'm in now as a business mentor. My first business was as a manifestation and mindset coach, and it was a beautiful space to be a part of. And, it really was a big leap for me moving from that, from the corporate nine to five world, you know, going, getting my mm -hmm. degree and moving into the corporate world and thinking that that would be my life until I retired, you know, the whole sort of um, checking off all of the boxes that society tells us are acceptable. And I definitely prescribed that reality for quite a bit of my life until I realized one day that I was meant for something bigger, meant for something more and had no idea what that meant and decided that, you know, coaching was a download I received one day to, to do. And you know, I know we've talked about this before in, in our containers, but I truly believe when we decide that we're a coach, it's just a realization that we've been coaching for our whole lives and that that's just a natural part of who we are. And so that was really a realization and download for me about my gifts and journey and decided from that place that that was the path I had to move forward on. And it was something that was you know, I, I think a lot of the times we're always like searching in the dark for what am I supposed to do? And I feel like there's something more, but I don't know what that is. And I was that person for so much of my life, knowing mm -hmm. deep down that there was something bigger. And then the moment that I had, I would say it was like, I think it was like a Tuesday afternoon sitting at the, the kitchen counter. And I just received this beautiful download of you're meant to be a coach. and I have no idea what that meant and decided to follow it because it was the strongest pull I'd ever felt. And here we go. And, you know, huge changes happened and decided to start my own business, left my corporate job three months later, 
um, reached 50k within the first six months of my first business decided to, you know, make a huge pivot in that. And I'm sure we'll maybe chat about that a little Mm -hmm. bit more, but decided to pivot from there. And here I am in business coaching almost two years later, and it's been the most incredible wild ride and journey I could ever imagine. But it's been the most soul filling work um, that I've evolved into. I love that. And, you know, I'm someone that really didn't know what a coach was, honestly, before working with you. Can you just describe Mm. to your best? I know there's so many different types of coaches. So maybe this is just unique to what you specifically do. But what would you say it means to even be a coach? Because there's so many out there. Yes, I love this question. I think, you know, I... I feel like there's also a difference between like coach and mentor, even between mm-hmm. those two. And I, I really feel like, you know, coaching is when we're holding space for someone regardless, mm-hmm. space for someone's experience, space for someone's emotions, space for someone's journey. And then also being a powerful mirror and reflection back to them of either reminding them of their power, calling them forward in moments that they realize or maybe distrust themselves and really guiding somebody to be able to find the answers within them. And this is what a really beautiful part about coaching is, is holding and creating that space. I really really believe it is a co-creative space whenever we're in mentorship with somebody. Um, And then mentorship, I really feel like is a place of, you know, when we really become self-led humans and we really understand that we do hold the answers within ourselves. I think sometimes in coaching, we're looking for other people to give us answers. We're looking for other people to be the ones to connect the dots for us. And so much about higher level mentorship and higher level experiences and really becoming like a heart-centered coach as well as a really safe coach, which is something I'm so passionate about, is being able to hold powerful space for our people while also calling them forward to realize that they had the answers all along. It's just simply allowing them to see maybe their blind spots, um, you know, going through shadow work. But really, it's a space of co-collaboration, co-creative, where two, you know, powerful humans are coming together. And it's like, I truly believe when it's like me and my magic and you and your magic come together, how could you not create incredible magic from that space? It's just, it's the most powerful relationship. Um, But I I do feel like there is sort of an evolution of coach versus mentor. And there's not one that's right or wrong or better Mm -hmm. than the other. It's just, there's a different way of leading a space. And um, coaching really is just such a powerful place of reflection, of anchoring, of mirroring, of reminding of power. And it can happen in so many ways. Oh my gosh, mindset and health and lifestyle relationships, love, it's limitless what you can really coach somebody in and be in a coaching space. Um, But truly, that's what I feel like coaching is and and why it's so important to be plugged into those spaces with people who really elevate us and call us forward to to rise. And I truly believe we rise together in coaching. Absolutely. And I would say that honestly, most people could probably use a coach in some area of their life. In my opinion, that's just my opinion, because I know the magic like we created in our container and we had, you know, multiple people in that container who were working on several different areas of their life. It wasn't just one specific thing. And I mean, I think we all experienced so many people create magic in that space. And it was just really cool to see how powerful that is. And I mean, this podcast may not exist if I hadn't been a part of that container. Not that you necessarily told me to do it or push me to, but through our conversations and getting real with what I want and what made me happy and what I was passionate about. I was like, okay, this is something I need to pursue. And this should be what, this will be probably episode 28. And it's like, we're 28 episodes in, which is crazy (laughs) because you were there when I decided to just do it and do the damn thing. Right. And I love that. And I love like creating that pivots. And I actually, I don't know if I told you, 
but I also am pivoting into a new career here soon. By the time this releases, I'll have started a new job. Yes, but I accepted a new job. Yeah, and I'm very excited about it. And it may not be um, what I, I still am working on creating my own business and I'm loving that, but it's a really good stepping stone that I'm really excited to give me more time and space to work on my own thing as well, if that makes sense. And I don't know if I would have gotten there mentally and spiritually and emotionally if it were not for investing in myself and investing in in those containers. And it's really cool. So I've made some big pivots. I know you've made some big pivots in your life, both with just deciding to be a coach, but then also completely changing your coaching business too a couple months ago. So what inspired you to make these big pivots and like, how did you know it was time to pivot? Can you go into that a little bit? Mm, I mean, first of all, before I even get there, I want to say congratulations. Thank That's you. incredible. I'm yes. celebrating you so big. And I mean, the the career change, but also, I mean, the, the, the fact that you're this far in your podcast and you've been sharing so much of your heart with the world and the the message that you have to share. I remember so vividly talking about that inside of the Academy and that was such a beautiful space. And it was again, such an honor to be your coach in that space and all the other humans that were inside. And it is so powerful to see, you know, you bring this vision to life and Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to like be vulnerable. Like I I truly believe podcasts in these spaces are vulnerability projects. They're spaces where we get to share our heart in a new way and our voices heard in a really powerful way than it has before. And it takes a lot of flipping courage to be able to do that. And it takes a lot of trust within yourself to be able to do that and share that with the world and, you know, face all of these different areas and judgments and perceptions and projections and all of those things but it's like how powerful that you had this in your heart and it was birthed from you know the academy space and you brought it to life and and I mean now here we are and I think it's so beautiful and full circle that I mean I get to be on your podcast as a guest and to really just be able to celebrate you in that first of all it's just thank you it's very exciting it is yes (laughs) you're amazing and and this is you know such a huge part pivoting and I think it really just comes down to alignment. And for me, you know, my business has transformed radically and drastically just as I've transformed, you know, Mm -hmm. drastically over the past, uh, over the past eight months, I really decided to pivot into business coaching in the beginning of January of 2022. And, you know, the reason for that was in my first business, I loved every part of it, but there was a huge part of me that still felt like there was something more, right? I felt that feeling of there's something more, there's something bigger, just as I did when I was in my nine to five job. I felt that when I was in my manifestation and mindset coaching business, I was like, there's something else here. And I don't quite know what that is, but I'm open to explore it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over the course of that business, I had been taught a lot of the traditional sales processes, a lot of the traditional business structures, right? You know, sales calls and, you know, pain point marketing, overcoming objections, um, you know, building and booking out one signature offer. That was sort of the process and the foundation of the business I had built. It was always run with heart. It was always run with intention and like the deep love that I have for my clients and the potential and seeing them really connect to possibility and really understanding their purpose. That was mm-hmm. my heart and soul was in that first business. But I got to a place of really realizing like, oh, I could do something differently. I could have a different business structure. I could have more self-expression. And I thought, well, I could just do that and shift and change in the manifestation and mindset space. That was something I was open to. But I really realized that I felt this constriction in business and 
if I felt that way, I could almost guarantee that so many other business owners and, you know, online coaches and entrepreneurs felt the same way that I did. And I felt like almost at a time in my business, I was like asking my coach for permission to do the things that I wanted to do in my business. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a second, like, this is my business. This is what I've created. Why am I asking someone else permission for what I get or don't get to do? And so I really realized that probably a lot of other coaches felt that way. And it was a, a powered space of really deciding and declaring how I wanted my business to be. It was so important for me to have it be the most aligned, the most me, the most authentic and true. And I realized that I could really do things differently, right? And I was really attracted to feminine energetics and intentional strategy and just doing what felt really good because all of the beautiful like moves and you know love and relationships I have in my life came from just following what felt really good and what felt true to me. And, you know, I realized that I'm super creative and I'm multi-passionate and I didn't want to just have one signature course. And I loved the Academy. It was so powerful. And I, I always hold so much room for that container, but I realized too, like I'm also multi-passionate and I'd love mm -hmm. to have multiple courses and places that people can plug into and, and also get to serve my community at different stages of the journey, really thinking about, you know, um, the client experience and building a, a really healthy supportive product suite. Um, and I realized like, I didn't want to just niche down, right? I hear, yeah. I know we hear this term in the industry all the time, right? Like niche down, niche down, niche down. And I was like, but I'm not niche in who I am because I'm bold and I'm edgy and I'm also like soft and kind hearted. And I have huge dreams. And also like, I love the small things like going to get a, you know, oat milk chai tea latte. Like those are the things that I love. And that's actually what I built my brand off of. Mm -hmm. But I realized I wanted to, you know, be niche in my programs and really be able to speak to one transformation at a you know, certain part of somebody's journey. And you know, my whole journey of the past, you know, two years in business, but really three years in really focused, intentional personal development was breaking the rules, right? Yeah. Breaking the rules of what I was taught. I broke the rules of leaving the corporate world at 27 when I was just, you know, in the height of my career and had made and received promotions and promotions and promotions. And I was like, no, I want to have a want to be able to break the rules. And so that means for me, you know, burning this like good girl image to the ground, which has yeah. been a really fun experience. Um, and just really elevating in leadership and having a brand that stands for something. And that means, you know, storytelling and bringing in spiciness and, you know, model of feminine sales and um, organic growth. And this has really been fun for me for building a brand this way and being able to help support my clients to build their brands this way, you know, ones that are led with emotional intelligence and leadership and, really just being bold and being direct in what we get to create. And from that mm -hmm. place, it's been the most beautiful pivot. And I, I truly believe, you know, I reached this place where I thought I wanted to burn it all to the ground. And then I was like, no, this is just a beautiful sign of expansion. And this is exactly wow. the space that we're meant to head into next. Absolutely. And I think it's a really powerful testament because honestly, I think when we're not living in alignment, we're not living to our fullest potential, but we're also limiting ourselves in a way that it can be, almost like I find it when I've been not living in alignment, like it was affecting me physically, personally. Not everyone yes. has that experience, but I think because I have been working on that feminine energy and tapping into that, like I could feel it physically when I'm out of alignment. And also how to word this, like I think I'm in better service of others when I'm aligning myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, so when true. I've been in these spaces where maybe it was the right decision at the time, when I started, let's just say when I started traditional athletic training, like that was the best decision for me at this time. But when I realized, hey, you know what? I think I want to pivot and take it in a new direction. And I'm not completely letting it go, but I'm just not doing what I thought I would be doing for the next 20 years. 
honestly, even making that decision had such a huge physical impact on my life. Like I was getting headaches regularly. I wasn't sleeping. Like I was feeling it. And not everyone has that experience, but I think we can look at, are we living in alignment, not only with careers, but so many different areas of life. You know, you can see it personally, in my opinion, but how would you say your life looks different now versus maybe before, I mean, it's up to you before your pivot into being a business owner versus corporate, or even just switching your business and going more to business mentorship versus uh, manifestation. Mm, I completely agree. I also feel it physically. I feel it in my energy. I feel Mm -hmm. it in, you know, the way that I think about the world and I think about myself and alignment is such a huge, you know, word that, that we see so much in the industry, you know, that the world I'm immersed in is, you know, business coaching and the coaching industry. And I love it so much, but, um, you know, I think sometimes we're like, well, what does that really mean? And, and then we can start to really notice when we actually pay attention to how we, how we perceive ourselves, how we Mm -hmm. perceive others, how we perceive our potential. And when we're in those moments of misalignment, it's like, oh, things feel shaky, things feel crumbly, things feel like they're not working out the way that I thought that they would. And, you know, and that is also a beautiful sign. Like I love also talking about misalignment because misalignment gets to be a place of directing you in the path of like highest calling. And I truly believe that the misalignment I felt in, you know, my corporate job, the misalignment I felt in my first business was everything directing me to become the human that I am today to really Mm -hmm. lead me into alignment, which is really powerful. But, you know, my life is like wildly different. And it's so crazy because, you know, I I had a coach once tell me like, once you're disconnected from that space by either like time or mostly by time, you know, you'll kind of start to not really remember the details of what you used to experience. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel that. And also I want to be so anchored into being grateful for the life that I live now that like, I never want to forget what I actually felt in those moments because that really anchors me into gratitude and, and abundance. And so- I truly believe that's okay. I truly believe like when I was in my, you know, in my corporate role, we'll start there. I was, oh my gosh, woke up every day dreading, (laughs) dreading to go to work. I felt like, what am I doing with my life? Like I'm wasting so much time. I'm not getting ahead. I'm trading, you know, hours and hours of my day was driving at that point, two hours Mm -hmm. for a commute to get to the job. And my life was so different. I was stressed about money all the time. And I, you know, I'm still with, you know, my husband, we were engaged at the time that was, um, would have been three, four years ago. And, um, you know, we were building a life together, but it was a life that I was like, I I love him. And I love being in this relationship with him. But like, where are we going? You know, what are we actually working towards? Like, what are we building for ourselves? Mm -hmm. And we had huge dreams about traveling and experiencing the world. And at that time, it was like, well, that's not feasible with the schedules that we have with the life that we have what we've created for ourselves. And it just I, I remember feeling so stuck. It was the word I would use every day. I feel so stuck. I feel so stuck. I feel so stuck. And I never felt like I had the power to get out of that. And, you know, then moving into my first business, I started to really open up freedom. And I started to really realize, wow, I could have my own schedule, I could do the things that I wanted to, I could go to the gym in the middle of the day, I could, you know, go get a coffee and sit and work at a coffee shop. And for the first time in my life, I really experienced freedom in my first mm-hmm. business, because I, I left the corporate world very, very early on, um, which probably a lot of people were like, you're crazy. What are you doing? I would not yeah. recommend this, right? I had like $0 in savings. 
And I had just invested $2,000 a month in a, in a business coach where I was making $0 a month in my business. And then three months later, I left my corporate job for good without a safety net. And I truly know that it came down to trust that I trusted myself to move. And from that place, yeah, we, we quantum leaped really quickly. But I remember the first month I was in, I was in, you know, out of my job and in my business full time, it was like a $297 month. And I was like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> like, this was crazy. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, really anchoring into truth again, we quantum leap from there really quickly. But, and then, you know, my life now, it's like, I have so much spaciousness and I, and I love that, you know, connection between, I used to feel so stuck and I remember the depth of feeling so stuck and so uncertain to feeling so spacious. And this is how I describe my life now. I have space to be me, to be authentic, mm -hmm. to be true. I have space to see my family. I have space to treat my husband. I have space to, you know, cuddle my dog in the middle of the day or go to the gym or, you know, go work at a coffee shop or go to a, flower festival with my friend or you know go to a trip if we want to and it's a lot of spaciousness which is a word that I never thought that I would be able to describe my life but it's evolved rapidly and changed drastically and um yeah I I really try to always anchor back into remembering how I felt because that actually is what allows me to feel gratitude for the way that I feel now absolutely I love that and that's that's so powerful because when we can have those feelings it really, it impacts so many different areas of our life. Like, and can we just shout out supportive partners? We love, <laughs> They're us, the best. they are the best. <laughs> we love it because it's, it can be scary it. to make those big, bold leaps and surrounding yourself with people, not just like a romantic partner, but friends, family, people in your life that support you. And I think that's one thing that was powerful about the containers I've been in with you is just having a supportive community, not just one individual, if possible, it's amazing. And it really can um, help empower you, in my opinion, to make those bold actions. And of course, you have to find it within yourself, but you are, I think it does impact you who you spend time with and the mm. content that you consume and being able to be intentional about listening to something that's empowering and being around high vibe people. And this actually kind of leads um, into my next question for those who are looking to make their passion a career or really, because um, I know you're mostly business coaching, but I don't want to limit people who maybe aren't interested. Maybe they love their nine to five and that's amazing. But if they want to live more in alignment, how would you recommend they start doing that? Or if they're looking to make their passion their career, do you have any advice for someone that's just hoping to switch, maybe they also feel stuck. Maybe it's not necessarily mm. career-wise, but just in some area of their life and they are feeling like they can't change. Do you have any advice for someone that's just looking to make a pivot? Mm, I love this. And yes, I mean, first of all, hell yes to supportive partners. And we do need to find that within ourselves first. But I can tell you along this way, there's been so many times that I've wanted to quit, wanted to give mm. up. It would be easier just to, you know, X, Y, Z instead of, having a supportive group of humans, community, uh, partnership, friends, family, whoever it might be that's around you that that really sees your potential and just be, is able to remind you of that. And, you know, that's why I've gone only like 19 days in <laughs> two years without a one to one mentor, because yeah. I truly believe like, those are spaces that I choose to plug into that that power is reflected back when sometimes we get into our, you know, our own way and stand in the way. But I like really this piece of advice is if you're wanting to follow your purpose and, you know, move into a passion of yours, it's like, it's, it's just trust. 
And I think so many of us hear that voice and we feel those feelings, but we discredit them and we go, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not far enough along. Oh, I couldn't do that. I'm going to be an imposter. Like all of these things where we just create bigger stories around why we can't do it versus trusting our heart that we actually can. And so much of the work about actually being able to do what we love and turning our passion into a career is just trusting that Mm -hmm. you can and being brave like really it comes down to bravery that's why I've built you know the brand bold and brave is Mm -hmm. because it takes being a bold human and taking brave action to get where we desire to go and I think a lot of the times you know I can I, I can remember this very clearly back in my nine to five I was I was waiting for somebody to save me right? Mm -hmm. Something or someone to save me to come in and change my life to come in and go, Oh, here's, you know, if I won the lottery, right? I can't tell you how many times I used to say that if only I won the lottery, then my life would be great. And I I put my life into the hands or possibility of something external to me. And Mm -hmm. then really realizing that if I wanted to be the one who was choosing what I desired to do and build for my life, I had to trust that the voice in my head that the pull in my heart was actually my truth. And it's just simply trusting that. And and one of my mentors says this, and I love it so much. It's like, what is the thing that feels scary, but also feels really flipping good? Mm -hmm. That's, that's showing you what bravery is right there. That's the mixture of what bravery is for you to move forward towards. And I think that that really is a place that we, we can anchor into that the thing that you truly desire to do most likely is going to feel really fucking brave. And it's going to feel really scary. And we get to lean into the space of trust of I feel it and I move. I feel it and I move. I feel it and I move. And that takes self-trust. I think that's the biggest part about this work is allowing yourself to be bold and be brave and you know, trust the desires that you have in your heart that it's meant for something. And that could be anything. It could be creating your own online business and being a coach. It could be a healer. It could be um, switching your careers. It could be becoming a parent. It could be, you know, leaving a partner or gaining a new partner. Mm-hmm. It could be a million different things. I think that we always know the answer within ourselves. We just discredit it because we don't think we're brave enough. We're not good enough. We're not far enough along. We haven't reached a certain level of success to be able to justify it or validate that we desire it. And it, it really is so possible when we just realize this is something I hold in my heart and I trust myself to move. And then all of a sudden we collapse time and we look back and we're like, oh shit, like I'm here. And, yeah. and it's scary. And it is really, really scary. And I think that when we get out of this mode of waiting for someone or something to save us, and we decide that we're the ones who get to show up for ourselves and actually lead ourselves to what we desire, we just have a different level of ownership. We have a different level of way that we move in the world. And that's magnetic. And that really brings in closer to proximity to us, what we actually want to create and what we want to experience. Absolutely. And I really do think that the more you take those bold leaps, the more confidence you're going to build in yourself, regardless of the outcome, because you did do the hard thing. And I've heard a couple people say this before that the universe rewards courage. So when you, yeah, when you make room to make those big, bold leaps, you will get rewarded. And again, that doesn't mean everything we try is necessarily going to be a quote success, but even if it's not the outcome that you hope making that big leap and making that big decision is going to pay off in the long run, in my opinion. Um, And I've definitely found that like when I've leaned into more of my feminine energy and when I've learned more about feminine energy, I've learned to start trusting myself more because I think as a society, especially as women, um, we've been told to not 
trust ourselves. And a lot of times we are making these big, bold leaps that maybe go against societal norms. And so it's scary. And you may have people in your ear, like you were saying, people are like, oh, like, are you crazy? Like, why are you leaving your corporate nine to five? I've had people say the same thing to me because at the, like on the outside for a lot of people, my current job is like the ideal job in my setting. You know, we talked about this a lot in the container. Like I worked for the dream job that when I realized I had it for a couple of years, I was like, mm, this isn't my dream anymore. And that doesn't mean it's not someone else's dream and that it's not a great decision for someone else to pursue. But for me, it was no longer um, aligning. And so being able to let go of that story I told myself and let go of society's expectations and also just let go of the idea identity that I really tied myself to this job or this thing that so many people are like, oh, you are this because of this job or this career, or this passion and leaning more into who I felt I was at my core was really powerful. And I know you talked about feminine energetics and the divine feminine. Can you speak to that a little bit and how you've been able to um, embody that in your life and incorporate it into your business and help others do the same? Hmm. I love that so much. I, I completely agree. I think as women, we are taught like that we can't trust ourselves and that mm -hmm. there's something outside of us that, you know, we need to seek. And this journey really so much is of learning your experiences that what you've experienced and gone through is always serving you. And when we're open to seeing, you know, those moments, then that's when we really expand. And I think about this too. And, and I, I'm so excited to talk about, you know, feminine energetics and oh my gosh, I could talk about this. <laughs> I know we only have an hour. I know I could talk about this for so much longer, but um, it, it really is powerful to be like, oh, those moments that I felt like things were crumbling, the moments that I felt like it was all falling apart, the moments that it seemed like it was never going to work, the moments where, you know, it was the hardest and my heart was breaking and all of these things is like those when we can actually see it and alchemize it into power. Then from there, it's like, of course, that was, you know, serving me. And, and I was mm -hmm. having a conversation with a, a private client about this and, you know, how something had happened in her business and, you know, didn't quite work out the way that she expected to for the point that she was in. And it was really realizing well, all of those things had to happen you know, for you in order for you to actually realize your truth, for you to actually uncover the depth of the work that you're here to do, to actually get in alignment with the brand that you're here to create and the impact. It's not, you know, this surface level thing that you once thought it was. It's actually something a whole lot deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that we would have ever been able to get to that place if, you know, things had been quote unquote a success right away because then we just keep doing what's working. And then we don't actually look to see, you know, not to fix what's quote unquote, not working, but actually to see like what our truth is. And this is so much about like feminine energetics, right? Because it, it, it it's looking at what actually our truth is, it's actually looking at what's underneath the surface and letting go or shedding so many of the layers of the things that we think we have to do or who we have to be in order to create success. I know society is really great at telling us, you know, you have to look this way or be this way or sound this way or create this way to be able to be successful. And mm -hmm. You know, when it really came to like embodying, you know, this divine feminine energy and feminine energetics, it was like very much this almost like missing puzzle piece in, in my life. And it's really beautiful to see that it helps us connect to a deeper truth. It helps us actually connect to our own essence. It actually connects us back to our power, which I really equate to leadership. Mm -hmm. And I think a, a big misconception about, you know, feminine energy and energetics is like, oh, it's just like lean back and like disconnected. And like, I'm just not going to do it. Like, I'm just going to like go with the flow. And like, and, and sometimes, yeah, it is. But like, I really see, you know, feminine energetics as alignment and trust and movement and emotional intelligence and leadership and, you know, doing 
the deep inner work is, is really what I see as feminine energetics. And it means, you know, being open and able to receive and still taking aligned action, but in, in a relaxed way, in a like calm way, in a way that's like truthful and not pushed or forced, which I think really comes from more of like the masculine side. And it's really important for me to embody this, you know, feminine energy and, and embodiment in my business, but also in my relationship. Right. Yeah. It, it's just like, I mean, I, I talk about this all the time in the containers that I run, but you know, I, there couldn't be a more clear line between business and relationships, like business mm-hmm. and love. And I'm like, the relationship between the two is so crystal clear for me because we, you know, we're in relationship with our clients. We're in relationship with the work that we do. We're receiving and giving at the same time. We have to be able to be on two sides of the street and and walk our own path and and trust that the person on the other side of the street is doing the work that they need to do. And that Mm -hmm. we get to meet together and again, you know, create a lot of magic. And so in my relationship, it's really changed, you know, the dynamic I have with my husband and really being open to, you know, receive love and being in my empowered feminine to receive and allowing him to be in his empowered masculine to give and provide and protect. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the same in business as well as, you know, doing what I want and leaving the rest. It doesn't mean I'm just like, you know, sign up with me whenever you want. Like it, it really is like, I'm in my business. I'm in my business every single day because I love to be not because I have to be, Yeah. but I do what feels good. And I am constantly like how, you know, like truthful and how relaxed and how honest can I be as I navigate the crunchy moments in my business? How can I hold myself with leadership as I'm navigating rapid expansion, but keeping myself still grounded? How can I, you know, choose to like meet people with love in the moments that I feel like that are really sticky, right? And then how can I also attract more and hold more wealth and high level clients through work, which is embodiment. And I really believe like embodiment is the basis of all of this work with feminine energy and energetics is how can I be the living expression of what I'm creating and what I'm doing um, to be able to call more in. And and I love this so much when, you know, feminine embodiment is also talking about shame and Mm -hmm. um, slaying shame and, you know, transmuting it into, into power instead. And, it is really just honoring our truth that way. So I feel like feminine embodiment is such a powerful conversation and it, it, it changes so much when you allow yourself to really be embodied in the work that you're doing and, and, and trust to move from that space and not need external evidence. I think a lot of the times we, we hope for external evidence to prove something's working before we really fully trust it. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know, feminine essence and energetics is, is, is moving and then gaining and collecting the evidence afterwards, but not needing it as a byproduct to choose to move. I so agree. And I know that concept of life happens for you, not to you is so incredibly powerful because I mean, you were there when so much stuff happened (laughs) in the past like eight months for me personally. And though it was really difficult at the time, it also has really allowed me to let go of certain beliefs about myself, certain roles that I thought I had to play. It's allowed me to redefine relationships that needed needed that redefinition and to step into um, my feminine energy even more by trusting that everything was happening for a reason, even if I didn't necessarily understand why in the moment and allowing myself to lean into that. And now that I've had some space from it, um, I've really seen how much it served me in some of those difficult moments. You know, I don't know if I would have had the confidence or the mental clarity to potentially realize, hey, it's time for me to pivot. I don't know if I would have done that if I did not have those hard moments. And, you know, I could go way back to 
like several different like quote hard moments that happened quote to me that really happened for me and have set me on this path that so far like I really love and I'm excited and that doesn't mean that it's always easy and embodying the divine feminine doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be easy but it's trusting the path and trusting that you will get yourself through it I mean of course with the support of those around you but it's like really beautiful in my opinion I love the feminine energy it's so it's so great um but what would you say is a common held belief that people have that holds them back from creating a life they love i think one for me personally is just thinking that life happens to you and for you and that mindset switch to it happens for you has been huge but what would you say especially in your coaching practice is a common held belief that you think people tend to struggle with Mm, I love that. Oh my gosh. It's, and isn't it like, I, I, I just have to touch on it. It's so incredible when you really anchor into that, right? Because mm-hmm. we hear that a lot and we're like, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like I've heard that before, but when we actually can extract the learning lessons, the mm-hmm. pivotal moments in time that actually change the trajectory of the rest of our life to like align with like the ultimate timeline that we were on and, and meant to be on, then it's so powerful. And, and I think it's, you know, a few things that come to mind when, you know, I see people maybe getting hung up or, or stuck or thinking that like, oh, I can't have what I desire. It's a lot of it comes down to like how we perceive ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that a huge part of that is this, this story of I'm not good enough and I haven't created enough success and I'm not justified to do X, Y, Z because I haven't had X, Y, Z thing happen to me or because I have had X, Y, Z thing happen to me. And, you know, what kind of comes through right away. It's like, I think a lot of the times that we want things to be easy, just as you were mentioning, like, I I want it to be easy. And I think sometimes when things don't feel easy, we're like, oh, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, oh, it's not happening. That means that it's not meant for me or that I'm not good enough or that I can't do it. And instead of really realizing that, like, those are the moments where your leadership needs to shine the most. Those are the moments where your truth really needs to be expressed because if it was just easy, we would all be living completely different lives Mm -hmm. and it probably wouldn't be any more meaningful because we would just have everything we wanted at a snap of a finger. And I'm like, I don't want my business to be easy. And I I tell my clients, this is actually a conversation with another private client about this. It's like, do you want it to be easy? And she was like, well, yeah, kind of. And I'm like, but it won't be like yeah. from a very honest way, it won't be. But does that mean that it's not worth it? Does does that mean that you're going to give up on it? Does that mean that you're not going to move forward with it because it's not easy? It's like, I want an easeful business that feels full, that feels like it's led with my heart, that feels like it's overflowing with abundance, that it feels like it's crunchy. And I have had difficult conversations and I feel deeper things than I ever thought I was ever able to feel going through this as an entrepreneur and CEO of my business, but I don't want it to be easy. I don't want life to be easy because then I never actually appreciate what I've created. I never actually experienced the depth and the range of human emotion. I never actually lived the human experience if everything is just easy for me, but like I can desire to be easeful. And for me, that feels like just trusting and moving, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I'm, I'm experiencing hard things or we experience hard things in our lives. And I think so much of the time when we can just choose to really look at the stories that we tell ourselves about why we can't have something and we realize that that actually has nothing to do with us deserving it. And it's just like we are innately worthy of it and we just desire it. So we allow ourselves to to go for it. Then we move at at rapid rates and we're on the rocket ship, right? It's a huge thing about like my, my world is like we're on a rocket ship together and the moon isn't even far enough of where we're going, but we have to trust that like we are allowed to be on the rocket ship mm-hmm. because no one else is telling you you can't go. It's usually yourself. And you're like, no, I don't have a spot or 
can I fit on there? Or, you know, will they accept me on the rocket ship? And am I going to, like, it's all of these stories that we tell ourselves about why we can't go or why we can't do the things that we want to do. And so much of the work that I love to do with my clients is really looking at the stories around how we perceive ourselves, how we perceive our worth, how we perceive, you know, life, because mm-hmm. it's not just about business. And I think that there are a lot of business coaches out there who are here like, here's my template, here's my strategy, here's, you know, the structure and flow, take this and, and, go with it. And that's not my approach to business at all. It's truly making a strategy that's tailored to you and your energetics by utilizing and amplifying your unique essence. And at the same time, looking at life because your relationships affect your business, your family affects your business, your environment affects your business, right? There's so much here that's all encompassing. And we need to really look at ourselves and our energy Mm -hmm. to be able to, to create. And I think when we really get rid of or or not even get rid of but like look at the shadows that we hold if I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy and it's not available for me and we actually really approach those with love and we understand that that's not the truth at all and that's just a projection or ego trying to keep us safe from doing something that feels bold or or brave um then we we really change the way that we operate in the world and then when we change the way that we feel we change the things that we attract and we change the way that we move when we change our actions and then we change our results that way and so so much of this work is really yes things are happening for me and i can change my perception around what what my experience is because that's so powerful and then i change my reaction to things that also is really powerful absolutely and i think a big thing too i've noticed with um, having that mindset shift, realizing I am worthy because that that's something I personally struggled mm. with for years. And, you know, some of it's from trauma, some of it's just from stories I've been told my whole life or that maybe I wasn't told directly, but that's, you know, what the inner child took on. And it's so powerful when you can realize that you're worthy and it opens up so many doors and not just saying it, but truly believing it in yourself it really can just create such a beautiful ripple effect. And something I've noticed when I've like worked on embodying um, that divine feminine as well is the beauty of receiving. I think a lot of times we tell ourselves, oh, because we're not worthy, we can't receive or we shut ourselves off to what the potential of receiving is. And it's really beautiful, but it's not necessarily what the world's conditioning is. It's always go, 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 hustle, do. So it's really counter narrative to society right now to live in these energetics. And it's really cool. I personally have loved it and I found it to be really empowering. Um, And I wanted to ask you this because of course we're called empowered with Erica. So what does it mean to be an empowered woman to you? Like, what does that mean for you? Mm, That's such a beautiful question. And there's so many different layers and levels to this. And I think like really what it means to be empowered as, as a woman and as a human is just like to meet ourselves with love mm-hmm. and, and to really just know that who we are is innately good enough. And I think so much of the world and, you know, again, I'm so involved in the coaching industry, but this world tells us like, Oh, this is the space of creating success. When you mm-hmm. become this person, when you reach this space and there's a lot of fix it energy, right? Like let's fix what's broken. Let's fix it because it's not working. Let's yeah. fix it because I'm not getting what I want. And I think when we really become empowered in ourselves, it's to know that there's nothing within us that we need to change. There's nothing to fix. It's just simply, what do I get to amplify more of? That's my truth. What do I actually get to amplify? Of? That's more me, right? What do I actually get to let the world see that I thought that I had to keep hidden because I might be rejected or that people might not understand Mm -hmm. me. And really empowerment is like, I trust myself to just 
be authentically who I am, knowing that I don't need to fix it, that I don't need to change, I don't need to become anyone else and really just anchor back into this is who I am and, and standing proud in that and standing firm in that and not wavering as yeah. you know other people might try to, to to change you or say that you know you need to become more of this and I think that there's so much space for evolution, right? We get to evolve as humans, we get to evolve deep in our leadership. And this is really the place of actually, you know, creating so much success. But so much of it is really understanding that you uniquely as you are is, is perfect. And that's empowered, like really an empowered stance, because it's so much easier to fold into fix it. Mm -hmm. What's wrong? What's broken, right? Instead of, oh, this is actually just innately my truth. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it, it takes a lot of conscious effort and work yeah. and, you know, intentionality to, to get to that place because mm -hmm. it's so conditioned into us, right. Of everything that we see and, and instead of, Oh, innately who I am is good enough. And for me, that's like the most empowered way that like when we stand up for ourselves in that space and, and we really honor that truth, it's like fucking fire. Like it feels like it so is. powerful for Right. And it's just like, that's like a, a, a yeah really what it means for me to be an empowered woman. I love that question. I love that. It's just so beautiful, like living in alignment. I know we talk about yeah. it a lot, but it can change your life. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean quitting your nine to five and starting a business because that's not everyone's role, right? Everyone has their own unique story that can allow them to live an empowered life, live an aligned life. And I just love that beauty. And something I love that you're doing in the business space specifically is, you know, we've been told this story and you touched on it earlier of we need to niche down, we need to do things a certain way, but we're all different. Every person is different. So how does it make sense that we would all be following the same script? Just like in society, we don't all have the same job. We can't all follow the same schedule. We don't all have the same life story. And how boring would that be if we all did? You know, and there's, mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many coaches out there and they're all beautiful and unique in their different ways because they all are approaching their message differently. And I think that's really important, right? Because I'm sure there's plenty of people that speak on business or empowerment or health or whatever it may be, but they all have a unique approach and it reaches the people it needs to reach. The people who align with them are the ones who they are meant to work with. And I think it's really beautiful when you can open yourself up to that. And I know you know, your work has definitely changed my life as well as many others. But I'm curious, because I know you've spoken about how you've had mentors and coaches in your life. Was there a piece of advice someone gave you, or maybe a mindset shift someone helped you with that really changed the game for you? Mm, that's a good question. Oh, my gosh, I'm like, there's so I, I there's so many to even think of, like, my, my life has been so drastically mm -hmm. impacted. And, you know, I, I I love that you kind of brought up so many different parts about, you know, who we are and everybody's so uniquely different. And, and that's the most perfect part about how everything gets to work. And I think a lot of the times what I really took away and have taken away that have been pieces of advice that have really changed, you know, my life and have mm -hmm. expanded me to reach new levels and, and spaces is, is really talking about shame. Yeah. And I would say probably a big part about this is like when you – alchemize shame you open up the door to limitless potential and I truly believe that like when we slay shame 
it, it means that we are able to confront like the inner parts of ourselves, again, shadow work, the things that we would rather sweep under the rug, but we choose to face it with power. And we alchemize that into something that actually fuels us, that brings us with forward momentum, that actually moves us forward to what we desire instead of shame, which can be this like thing that like locks us in a closet and like yeah. makes us stay there and makes us feel small and makes us feel like we can't do the thing that we want to do because we're ashamed either of, you know, we haven't reached a milestone yet or we're ashamed of who we are or who we aren't. We're ashamed mm -hmm. of what we've done or what we haven't done. We're ashamed about, you know, when you made a leap and it quote unquote failed, we're ashamed of, you know, the, the plateau that you hit last year or, you know, the one time that somebody said that you were like, a, what you were doing was a scam, right? Like I've had that happen in my business, right? Somebody said this work that you're doing is a scam. And it's like, wow, I could feel shame for that. Or I could choose to alchemize that into trusting that the work I do is so powerful and impactful yeah. in, in the world. And that is my role as a mentor. And, you know, we alchemize shame and, and, and again, so much of the lens of business when, you know, client wants to end a contract early, or they say that they don't love the work that you did together, or, they said no to working with you and there's shame around the way that we operate, shame around our body that it looks this way or it doesn't look, look this way, shame yeah. around our relationship that it is this way or it isn't this way, right? And all of those things, like all of the things that we hold shame around, they they keep us small. They hold us back from what we really desire to do and, and the person that we're really meant to become. And this this has been a huge shift in my life is really, again, understanding that when you alchemize shame and you choose to be the person who alchemizes shame, you open up limitless potential. You open up the door to be able to receive more, to be able to become more aligned, to be able to actually uncover your truth. Because I truly believe shame is one of the biggest blocks to success, holding on to that ourselves for, again, who we are, who we're not. And it's been you know a place of when we alchemize and we really choose to be the person who moves forward it's it's leadership and yeah. self-leadership and it's emotional intelligence and it's intentionality and you know creating congruency in our life like these are all such powerful parts of how I run my business but also firstly how I run my life yeah right I would not have the success I have in my business if I didn't choose to to be the embodiment of that first right I, I couldn't reach new levels of wealth if I was ashamed mm -hmm. about money or what I had spent in my past I couldn't hold on to a beautiful partnership with a man who loves me and supports me unconditionally is my biggest cheerleader if I was ashamed about you know who I was at my core or um, didn't feel you know innately worthy of receiving that and I think there's so much work around us being the people who get to slay shames for the things that we used to be embarrassed about or feel yeah. afraid about or ashamed about and choose to actually walk with that and and be a leader who can alchemize that into power and so that was really what I would say is huge you know part of advice or, or piece of understanding that has really allowed me to create limitless potential in my life and continue to be blown away, continue to be mind blown, continue to be, you know, asking like, like, Oh my God, I get paid to do this. Like, this is my life. This is what I've right. created. And right. And like, if that doesn't mean that it's always, you know, beautiful or easy again, there's so many crunchy moments about being an entrepreneur and being a business owner and building a scalable, successful business, just like there is in building a healthy relationship and yeah. building a family and having, you know, parent child conversations and like all of these things it's it's navigating that but not holding on to shame for how we've operated or the decisions that we've made or who we are in this moment because when we when we release that and we alchemize it and we turn it into power it's it's such a place of freedom and it's such a place of expansion yeah that's so true and now that you now that you mention it honestly i forgot that my 
kind of intro to personal development was with Brene Brown. And she talks a lot Mm. about shame and like slaying those dragons and not necessarily redefining it, but realizing that it doesn't need to have this hold on your life and working through that. And Ed Milet has also talked about this a lot recently with his new book coming out um, or that came out. And he was talking about how, you know, his father was an alcoholic and how he one day just woke up in the middle of the night and he was like, wait, someone helped my dad. And how he was like, if someone hadn't helped my dad, my life wouldn't have changed and I wouldn't have been able to help all these people either. So it's so interesting how sometimes these moments of, quote, shame or these things that may um, make us feel shameful, you know, really can be our power and really can be what helps us change the world and like set the world on fire. And that having that mindset shift and realizing that, you know, maybe something we've struggled with in the past, or maybe those limiting beliefs and stories we've told ourselves don't need to define us. It's really, it's powerful and it's beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. I love that. It's, it's a really cool conversation. And I'm so glad you're able to join us today because like I said, your work has definitely changed my life. We wouldn't be here without it. Um, and I'm so grateful for you. But um, where can people find you? I know you're on Instagram. You have an amazing Facebook community. But where can people plug in? And we will definitely put all these links in the show notes. Mm, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. It's been such an honor to be here and to like witness you, first of all, right? Always like this like love that I have for you and what you're creating. And it's so powerful to oh, see you bring you. this to life and be the embodiment of this work and share your story in so many ways. And it's been such a fun conversation. Again, I could talk about this for hours. It just right. lights my soul on fire. These are the conversations that like get me going where I'm Same. like, oh, I could go like go run around the block. Like I've got so much energy. I love it. Um, and I, I love connecting, right? Community is the, is the biggest part mm-hmm. for me. It's really building sisterhood and building, you know, relationships with people who, who understand this work and who are, yeah. you know, committed to themselves and are committed to, you know, growth and, and evolution and, um, and slaying shame and, you know, breaking the rules and becoming people who are fully embodied humans, right? Like rising as fully embodied humans. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite thing in the world. And when we do that, it's like, we get to connect. So my favorite place to hang out, yes, is on, is on Instagram. You can find me at emelina.schmaltz. Um, and my Instagram community or my Facebook community is a place I love to plug into. It's the Bold and Brave community. It is for rule breaking, creative entrepreneurs, um, online coaches, healers, anyone who really is wanting to rise in their leadership. Um, So even if you don't necessarily want to have an online business, that space is still open for you. There's so much value. There's so much to learn. I go live in there. I host trainings. There's lots of beautiful connection, collaboration, sisterhood. Um, So many of my clients have met each other in that space and they're working together. That's one of the biggest, oh my gosh, wins that I could ever have as a mentor is when my clients start hiring my clients and they're working together and they're collaborating together. It's so much fun. You know, I love to work with my clients. Um, I hire them for their own magic in the world. And I think that's really powerful as well. So that is a powerful space. And then everywhere else, I don't have a website. Um, I, it really is very organic the way that I create my communities. Um, and so really hanging out on Instagram is the place that you're going to find me the most. Um, and then I have links to, you know, active programs that I have ways that you can work with me, private mentorship, group experiences. There's going to be a brand new, you know, high level, um, 
high, oh my gosh, high level, high mentorship experience that's coming to the Bold and Brave community very soon. I haven't announced it anywhere yet. I'm so excited to share. Yes, I'm so excited to share what this is and what this means. Um, And then links for everything are on that space. So find me on Instagram. That's where I usually hang out. And then in my Facebook group. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys soon. We'll see you later. Um, Bye. Thank you bye, so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at erica.vishkalis. You can also find me on Facebook at Erica Vishkalis. If you want to be a part of our online community, check out our Facebook group, Empowered with Erica. You can also find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I will see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.